from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, to exploring American history. We are the Relentless Patriots. Now, without further ado, here is Relentless Patriot John. So the first thing I want to say is that, uh, what is the, what's going on with this administration? This administration is just a complete, utter joke. Um, it's been a lot worse since, you know, I've been on here live and just talking and everything, and it hasn't gotten any better. Um, the situation just continues to get worse and worse and continues to escalate. We have food shortages, we have a whole bunch of, um... How do I say this? Uh, basically, as, as far as like a false sense of leadership in this administration, um, it's just getting worse and worse, and it'll continue to get worse and worse until we see actually some level of progression within the uh, country and the city that we're living in. Now, I do want to mention that there's been a lot of things going on left and right as far as the vaccines, and this administration has been one of the most up or sorry, one of the utmost tyrannical things out there we've seen by far, and um, it's only going to get worse, like I've been saying, and as many as you know, um, we said this for about, you know, about a year and a half now, and uh, even before that, and, you know, one thing I do want to mention is that, I will hold the camera right now, just to show you guys, the flag that we have right here represents everything, and the solidarity that has been paid for by our founding fathers and by fellow patriots and everybody else that basically has poured, you know, their heart and soul into this country. You know, that flag basically means a lot to, uh, you know, to us that, and the founders of this group and whatnot. And I, I do want to release a statement saying that we will always continue to uphold these morals and whatnot, whether if you're, you know, what you call for the, you know, it's for, you know, just liberty itself. You know, that's the main thing is that we have to come together and we have to basically just, you know, one nation... Um, come together and basically get throughout this whole thing because if we don't, we will basically lose our freedoms like we very much so are. Um, there's so many things, just like I said, going on as far as with this whole mandate stuff. And, you know, it's one thing, guys, like me personally, I mean, I'm a true, like, I consider myself to be a libertarian, like I've mentioned this in the past, and I've made it a, a very much so a point to basically say, hey, look, if you want to get the vaccine, go ahead, that's on you. If you don't, then so be it. But Nothing should be forced upon anybody, period. Um, even though the vaccine does have a lot of stuff in it, that, that shouldn't be. But again, that's just personal preference. That's personal. That's your decision to make, you know. Um, you know, for you, that's your educated... That's, you, you, you're, that's basically your educated decision because you're an adult and you know basically what to do. Um, but me personally, I'm not for the vaccine uh, either way. I'm just, you know... I just want basically everybody to be left alone and just to do it, you know, do their own thing and whatnot within the guidelines of the Constitution, just to be followed as, as such. Now, with that being said, um, like I said again, this administration has just done so many fraudulent things. It's been like one bad thing after the other, and um, we see this time and time again. What was it going to really take to actually get people to be aware and be awake as far as everything goes on? Um, as far as I could tell and whatnot, it's only going to get worse from here and downhill as such. Um, you know, there's so many things that are just, like I said, that are going on. We have just the, um, <clears throat> the, the, sorry, the, the supply chain shortage. We have an economic uh, issue right now as far as money. We also have um, manufacturing issues as well. We have worker shortages because people are losing their jobs on it because they refuse the vaccine. And there's also people not working as well. So, and um, due to corporates and stuff like that, due to lower wa wages and everything else, um, we're just in a very, very bad spot, 
and I only see it getting worse throughout time, and that's exactly how it's going to be. Um, so, let me just get one more person here. I'm just trying to see if we can get Frankie, um, as far as everything goes. But we're really in a really, really bad spot, and we really need people to actually start speaking up as far as things go. And the, really thing, the biggest thing that gets me, guys, overall, is that we've been, you know, we've been in this pandemic since, you know, since, like, early, I, I believe it was 2020, and, um, they first told us 15 days, right? I'll just take, right? 15 days just to get this, you know, fly on the curb, so to speak. And it just keeps getting pushed out further and further and further to the point where there's no such thing as that as far as it goes. We're going to keep basically losing our freedom slowly and surely. Um, I mean, now the fact they even want to touch our children and basically say, hey, look, you know, we want them vaccinated. We want to push the gay stuff. We want to push this, the critical race theory stuff on them as well. I mean, these are all red flags of really socialism and communism. Uh, Hitler said the best, those who control, oh, sorry, yeah, those who control the youth will control set future. So they know if they basically touch the children, stuff like that, they know that basically they can win, but they have to understand something. You touch our children, whether it be with the gay stuff or the vaccine or not, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna eat it. So that's the one thing I do want to make clear and known, actually known and boy is that you're not gonna touch our children left and right. You know, that's just one area you do not touch. Um, I'll be, and that's actually pretty funny enough because I was watching this guy in prison. He was talking about how people basically in prison don't have respect for these guys. You know, the worst, the worst. Obviously, we're talking gang members, people that sold drugs. Um, but they even have like a moral standing not to touch children because they know that they're in it. There's like a certain innocence to them. So, you know, that's what it really comes down to. You do not touch children. And these, this is exactly what these elite and these, you know, these pieces of crap pedophiles do. They just have no remorse for children, and they basically just, you know, prey on them, because they know, at the end of the day, well, not nobody's going to do anything, because the law, you know, that stands for truth and justice, well, not that we're told that our justice system isn't going to do anything. So, our justice system is broken, everything is basically just falling apart, and we're going to keep seeing this, you know, time and time again. And my favorite is Wilhelm de Blasio down in New York City, along with uh, our governor of New York State, uh, Kathy Dejal, whatever you say, her name is, but they basically want to release prisoners from Rikers, and um, they want to have them run, run the streets like a Batman movie. And that's exactly what's going to happen, is that you're going to see a lot more crime. I and mean, crime is already exponentially going up. I mean, look at places like Chicago or, like, Portland. I mean, I could just go on and on. But the fact of the matter is this. They want, basically, this whole country to you know crumble from within. I mean, President James Madison once said, America will never be taken externally, only from within. And they know if they could crunch, they have to throw everything all at once because the human mind can only handle one thing at a time. But if you over-suppress and overwhelm everything or not, nobody can handle it. That's why everything is going through the roof. And like I said, as time goes on and whatnot, you're going to see more and more bad things happening. And uh, it's just going to get more uglier. That's all I can say about it. Um, excuse me real quick. Um, yeah, it's just going to get more ugly and uglier and... Um, I think we're at a standstill right now. I mean, we have to basically, we're at a, actually, excuse me, we're at a crossroads, more or less. There was like a fine line between, you know, going full communistic left, or, you know, communistic left and going, you know, freedom right. I mean, it's no longer about Democrat versus Republican. This isn't like a couch potato, you know, like, uh, issue just sit around, you know, with your family saying, hey, look, what do you think about this issue, that issue? No, it's more or less like we have to fight for our freedom than... Um, that's it. If we don't fight for our freedoms, well, then our children's, I mean, we'll, we'll be doomed first, and then our children, and then their, their children. So it'll be a generational thing. Um, these people really do want us to be slaves, and they really want us to be tied down, and it's just not going to happen. 
Um, because there's people in this country, though, you know, they, they will fight. I mean, there's people out there out there with Zen and whatnot. You're, you just can't sit there and tell people that you're going to take away everything from them. Because that's that's the worst thing, you know, when people... I'm sorry, the worst man to fear is someone that has basically nothing left to lose. So, you go ahead and take away, you know, go ahead, tra take away our jobs, take away this, take away that, or not, because you're just adding more to the fire. And that's exactly what's going to happen, is the more you feed this flame, the more and more people are going to get mad. And like I said, we see this time and time again. Um, I was actually listening to a Charlie Kirk, uh, not podcast, but it was like a video. This guy came from, I think it was, um, uh, where was it? Anyway, I think it was from Europe. And he basically explained, he was asked, he was like, listen, like, Charlie, he's like, I have to ask you a question, like, why is it that Americans are, you know, especially young Americans, guys, you know, people that are my age, are obsessed with communism, and Charlie Kirk goes, he was like, well, you know the answer to that, he's like, you're from, I think it was Rhodesia, and he goes, yeah, he was like, because those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it, and as we know. So, if you don't know your history or not, if you don't know things that happened prior or not, that's exactly what they're trying to do, they're trying to erase the history, because they could just have a blind eye, and that basically goes straight into oblivion. That's why a lot of these college institutions and everything else that's been implemented has basically as designed to go against everything. So you have to understand the level of doctrination. It starts. It has to start somewhere, and that's exactly what you start with the foundation. You start basically crippling that down. Once you start crippling down the foundation, then you can actually build up to what you want to mold society to. Yeah, they've been changing the books and stuff since the 1920s. Um, when the Great Depression actually happened, uh, obviously you know late. No, 1920s or late, you know, early 30s, excuse me. Um, all your, basically, all your big uh, tycoons and wealthy people have basically said, you know, we're going to crash the system, we're going to basically buy everything, and we're going to rewrite history. And that's exactly what they did. And they will continue to do so until they basically get what they want, um, no matter what. Uh, you know, this, this is no different. Now, what they're trying to do with this whole, you know, Bitcoin stuff like that, um, I actually had a conversation with a uh, family member of mine who basically, we were talking about the whole Bitcoin thing, and we were saying like how it's a global reset on the currency. What they're trying to do is they want to make it where they can just track everything. I mean, heck, Janet Yellen from the um, Federal Reserve actually came out. Uh, she said that the Federal Reserve has every right to track what you buy and whatnot. I mean, first of all, let me start, let me stop you right there. You have no business knowing, you know, what I buy personally. Um... Not that, like, not like that they already know what you're buying and stuff like that, but you have no business knowing what I do. Like, what I, what I do with my money is my personal business. I don't need to be sharing that with any uh, third party or, you know, especially from the federal, <laughs> uh, from a federal standpoint or a federal administration. That, that's just my personal prerogative or whatever you want to call it. That's just, that's just the way it is. And they will continue to do this because they know that they, they just want, they're just poking different things because... They know if they poke certain things, one, it'll get people in uproar, and they'll get people talking, and along with being distracted from the real problem at hand. So, like I said, they have to overwhelm the system. Like as of right now, we're facing food shortages, uh, supplies. Like I said, manufacturing issues, supply. I mean, supply issues, gas prices. The list just goes on. I mean, heck, there's even guys that work, you know, in the trades, as I mentioned in the past, uh, that can't get certain materials. When I, if they can find certain materials, they're paying, you know, an arm and a leg for it. And that's just the nature of the geographic we're dealing with as of right now. You know, here's the thing, too, is that I want to blame... People always look to blame the politicians, right? Yeah, okay, we could blame them, obviously, because they're the problem, but it's also the way you vote, too, right? That, that's, that's, that's a part of it, and I'll, you know, bear with me. So, it's not only the way you vote and whatnot, but it's also basically who counts the votes as Hitler said, or Stalin said, excuse me. So... The problem is that nobody ever actually thought about to have election integrity to make sure these votes were actually secure and to make sure there was actually a withstanding as far as things go. 
you know, I think voter integrity is really important. It's really crucial that we basically get it out there because if we don't want it, this will keep happening over and over again to the point where we're just going to lose everything. Look, we see what happened in the 2020 election with Trump and Biden. I mean, we knew, we, all of us knew that Trump won by a landslide, but the fact of the matter was that nobody had the guts to do anything. Except, I mean, I understand Trump and Sidney Powell and Len Wood were actually making sure that the election was secure in its entirety, but... Again, in the same token, was that it wasn't secure because nobody said any or did anything. So this is exactly what happened. But yet, Republicans tend to have like a uh, lazy fair attitude, as you would call it. Basically, they're just like, "Hey, you know, I'm going to be very lax and I'm not going to do anything." When where the Democrats uh, are very just they're they're relentless. You know, they just keep going on and on, and there there isn't really much of a pushback from from the Republicans because they always say oh, we we have to be better. No, I, I say now we have to start pushing back. If we don't start pushing back and whatnot, if we don't start like actually throwing ourselves out there, um, and we don't put our foot down with them, then we're gonna lose everything like in a blink of an eye. And it's funny because it took the founding fathers, um, I believe it was six years, uh, six I believe it was six years. I'm just, just roughly don't hold me to it to get this country where it needs to be. They fought their asses off, you know. To be quite frank here. Just to make sure that we were, you know, we were secure number one, and that we were a free, sovereign nation, most of all. And uh, that's very overlooked. I mean, the, the American Revolution. I mean, you know, some people say, "Hey, well, that was very far away." No, it really wasn't. It was only two hundred forty years. I mean, if you really think about it, and that's not quite that far. If you really want to think about it. But the point I'm trying to make was that those men sacrificed everything, and they were just a bunch of farmers. I mean, they didn't really have a lot. Yeah, some of them were in the military, but without those. Um, without those those patriots, without those without those countrymen that actually believed in what they were, you know, what they were dying for, what they were going to die for, for the greater good, we wouldn't be here. Period. I mean, we would be probably speaking some other language, or we'd be elsewhere. And uh, I just think it's truly crucial that we basically everybody keeps on the same page and keeps their head on a swivel because, you know, one thing goes on. Uh, this is what goes with anything. Well, one thing goes on. Don't get sucked into that one thing. Look around. Basically, take a step back. That's exactly it. Yeah, the Oath Keepers. So, that's exactly it. We, we have a moral obligation. Anybody that's in this group has a moral obligation to actually keep an oath. And, you know, to this, you know, you're all, I have it right here. Oh, let me open it up real quick. You have an oath, basically, to keep yourself to this. That's it. This is the Bible. That's the one that's, that separates the, the fine line between good and evil. So, without this, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be where we're at without this Constitution. Because what people tend to fear again is that our, our Bill of Rights actually came from the Bible, because in the Bible there's ten, ten commandments, so you have the ten, you know, Bill of Rights. So, and obviously you have your amendments and stuff like that, but your Bill of Rights are inalienable, they cannot be touched, and they cannot be messed with, but somehow, I should say somehow, through the course of time or not, politicians and tyrants and, excuse me, these authoritarian leaders think it's okay to basically mess with us because they know nobody will step up to the plate or do anything. And uh, that's what it come, really comes down to. And, you know, again, more or less, well, the point I'm trying to make is that, we're, again, we're, we're, at a, we're at a crossroads. This is, like, really, really bad. I mean, honestly, yeah, last year was pretty bad and whatnot, but now we're, we're actually here. And I, I know all I could say is this. Um, if people don't start basically doing what they have to do and whatnot, and basically start, like, just, just giving a little bit, giving a, actually a lot more pushback, not just a little bit, a lot more pushback. Like, for instance, like, keep your businesses open. Don't fall for the second lockdown. Know the signs of basically, you know, a pre-early communism and what it does. Um, we wouldn't be in this situation, but this is the problem, is that people are just so willing and so comfortable because they have this false sense of illusion of comfort, of, of freedom. Um, here's a link to, another thing, too, for you guys, is that what I find very, very ironic is that 
all of us have family members, friends, you know, people that are close to us, etc., that sit there, watch the TV, it's all they do and whatnot, because I, like I said, either people aren't working or people are just home being couch tails or whatever it may be. Um, and they sit there and they just, just, just so glued to the TV and they have this one-track mindset where they just think that, like, some guy on TV, like, whether it be Joe Biden, Fauci, um, the rest of these people, that they don't even know if they're home or wall, they can just trust them. And it's like, you don't even know this person through a home or wall, you even listen to them. You know, they don't care about you, but yet, you have people like me, or, you know, you know people that are, are awake, that care about you, and want the best for your interest, you know, best for your interest, but yet you refuse to listen. And, again, this is where I have to go back to the indoctrination, because they think that, you know, people like us, that are, you know, that are close to them, aren't experts, or aren't doctors, or aren't this and that, or uh, infectious disease experts, like <coughs> Fauci, even though he's not, um... They tend, they fail to realize that because people just really can't see the the true nature of, of real evil, you know. Because evil comes in many many forms. Even talks about in the Bible how the serpent, like for instance, like if you look back in the the book of Genesis, right, with Adam and Eve, it talks about basically how Satan, you know, was able to um, become a serpent and basically, you know, shapeshift himself and basically, you know, get this false illusion of security to Eve. And that's henceforth why she bit the apple because you know she wasn't a she fell for it. And that's exactly that's the kind of the problem with man is that we tend as human beings that we just end up falling for people that are evil because we think they're looking out for our best interest, but yet, no, it's the devil in disguise and, and incarnate. So, you know, the devil comes in many forms, and people don't really realize that. And it's a very, very dangerous situation. Like I said, again, this is the bottom line, is that um, if people don't start looking into their Bibles or looking into, like, other things as far as, like, you know, your, your Bible, your Constitution, we're not, we're, we're in some serious, you know, serious, serious trouble. I'll, you know, not to get too personal here, but when the pandemic first kicked off, I mean, even prior before, so yeah, I've always believed in God personally, but this pandemic actually made me realize that there is a God and there is uh, a lot more things that are just bigger. Um, there's a bigger picture here, so to speak, because, you know, the little details they say make the big picture. Nobody really pays attention to the little details and whatnot. So, again, I'm going to go back to my Bible, is that in the books of Revelation, it talks about the end times, and it talks about basically bargaining with the devil, and that you only have three options. The first one is basically go along with it, if you don't go along with it, you'll be killed. If you don't, you know, if, you know Dan, I'm sorry. If you go along with it, you'll be killed. The second one being is that um, the devil will take hold, basically, and that you'll have to fight, or, or basically, just you'll just die flat out because that's exactly the way it is. I mean, look at the problems we have over in Afghanistan and the Middle East uh, with ISIS and the Taliban. You know, the Taliban—they don't care why not. If you don't conform to them, they'll just flat out kill you, or they'll just make an example out of you. Excuse me. So. The point I'm trying to make here is that everything ties back to the devil because he works in, you know, the ways that basically, because he's, he's a hater, you know, he's, not only is he a hater of the Lord, but he, he really basically tries very hard to basically get people's votes, and he knows that basically the humans have, you know, humans have to do that flaws, they're imperfect, you know, the only person that's perfect is God. So he could basically work in men, you know, um, and try to deceive and trick us. And um, that's exactly what everything is. If you look at no further, like, uh, like even some frogs and stuff like that are celebrities. Like, everybody's, like, so warped into, like, the Kardashians or, like, so warped into, like, you know, all these stuff. Um, again, that's all the devil at work because he knows that he could basically deceive and, you know, manipulate. And, you know, the biggest thing I had was that I had a conversation with another friend of mine over, over the phone recently. And we said that, where I was just talking to myself, like, I find it very funny so that people are just so fascinated with celebrity culture. And, um... But yeah, we don't even know who these people are through a hole in the wall. But again, it, it, it's a false sense of illusion because people just are, you know, warped into that. 
and they think that basically these people have their best interests. We have, they don't even know you throw a hole in the wall. They're just like you and me, these celebrities. They eat, they breathe, they, you know, they poop, they do all these stuff. Like they're no different. They're just, you know, a standard of a of higher class, if you will. If you want to call them that, I don't think there are. I just I just look at them, I say, hey, look, this person just is an actor or an actress. That's it. Like, you know, I, I don't really get starstruck um, as far as everything goes. Um, but again, it's, it's the indoctrination that society is hitting. Tell us, like, hey, look, this person has a higher standing and whatnot, and you're basically at the bottom barrel. Um, one thing, too, is that, like, for instance, they love putting people, like, in categories. Like, oh, you're a redneck, you're... You're wealthy, you have this, you have that. Again, it has to do with basically separating, and it's actually divide and conquer, excuse me. That's exactly what it is. They divide and conquer by into groups because it's easier to basically control. So, you know, that's why, like, for instance, for the longest time when I went to high school, I got to always got, I always got told I was a redneck. Um, you know, I was all these different things. Why? Because people, people have a tendency to basically categorize things that they feel necessary to, you know, to, to do. Because they, if they can't figure out them, they just call you a weirdo or an outcast, which I'm, you know, Perfectly fine, but I don't, I don't care what people think about me. But again, the point is that they like basically dividing people into a group because it's a lot easier and they know exactly what they can control and manipulate. And uh, like I said, we see this time and time again. Like, look what Australia is going through right now. Australia is basically in, in the pits because of all the, all the tyranny that's going on as far as everything, everything, sorry, as far as everything goes. Um, you know, I mean, anybody that basically speaks out or does anything as far as that goes against the norm, if you will, they're basically deemed as, like, you know, um, as crazy, a conspiracy. Heck, it was even Joe Rogan. They even called him, uh, uh, what they call him, skeptical, I believe the word was, uh, of the vaccine. But, yeah, when you question the, the authenticity, or, yeah, the authenticity, or, not the authenticity, excuse me, the, uh, when you question things, right, as far as it goes, and you say, hey, look, this vaccine doesn't seem right, or this doesn't seem right, why is, you know, the, why is our, our government doing this and that? Then it really becomes a question of, well, you know, why can't I question these things, you know? I was always told to think outside the box, and I was always told to basically, you know, research and check things, and that's exactly what I do. I don't basically listen to my TV or even stuff on Instagram or, you know, Facebook. I always try to research everything I can because it's important. That's what real journalism is. That's exactly, not only just real journalism, that's your job, you know? People just tend to go with this flock of this, this information hole, and uh, that's exactly it. So... You always have to basically do the research and put the time in because, you know, if you don't and whatnot, that's exactly it. So that's exactly it, Frank. You said it's denial. The biggest problem I notice with people is that they're very much in denial of what goes on and as far as everything goes. And, uh, again, we see this time and time again, like, there's just so many different stages. You know, it's like it's kind of the grieving process, right? Like, first, it's the, you know, it's the denial, it's the heart, you know, there's a whole bunch, there's a whole process to it. And it's no different from this. Like, with 9-11, for instance, right, like, the administration, the Bush administration knew about the terrorist attacks, but they refused to do anything about it because, um, they didn't care. And that's exactly it. People are like, how could you say that? They, of course they would care. I'm like, no, they, these people don't care about you. They never have and never will. Same thing with Pearl Harbor, with FDR. FDR knew about it. Um, I don't care if anybody tells me right now. If anybody wants to debate me on that, please be my guest one. I'll tell you, I'll shut your, your stuff right down right now. FDR knew about the tax, you know, allegedly, and he refused to do anything. Why? Because war makes money. That's the biggest thing. If you could make money off a of war or not, you're in good business. That's why, for instance, you look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's purposely jacking everything up because what's going to happen is this. I, I see another great depression, another great uh, depression happening. If you want my prediction for, for next year. Um, again, this all ties into what I'm talking about. So, first, I was gonna, my prediction is, you know, Joe Biden once said when he first ran for president, he goes, we're coming up on a dark winter, very dark winter. 
Now, this dark winter wasn't referring to last year. I see, I made a mistake. I thought it was last year. No, it's this year. The food shortage, like I said, the the, 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 yeah, the manufacturing problems, the ships that are, that are out sea and whatnot, right around surrounding California, that can't get the goods and whatnot because they're all exported from China and everything else, and they won't, you know, they just can't, they won't do anything about them. So they're purposely setting us up for failure because they know that we're too dependent on China. All they have to do is basically cut the supply lines and that's it. They could, you know, and that's you're basically, you're, we're, we're screwed because we're just too dependent on them. Um, so going back to the dark winter thing, what do I see happening as far as everything goes? So I see basically utter, utter chaos, like people not being able to find food, not being able to, uh, what you call it, become self-efficient. Um, and that's, that's pretty sad because we used to be a pretty self-efficient country. That's why when the Great Depression hit back in the 20s, you know, into the 30s, most of our ancestors, they were well off. They were farmers. They were tradesmen. They were people of character. I mean, they, you know, even though they were going through their own things, they still helped one another and they still got through it, even though the times were rough and everything else. The only people that were actually in, on lines that went up for welfare went up were people that were lazy and dependent and were in cities. That's just a mere fact. Um, you didn't see farmers, you didn't see people that were, you know, again, like I said, countrymen, tradesmen, you know, going out and basically saying, hey, look, I want a free handout, you know, and um, unfortunately we're losing that, that breed of people because you're, you're not going to have that as much anymore. People are just, they're, they're complacent. And uh, complacency and comfortability is very, it's a very scary thing because if you get complacent and get too comfortable, what happens? Then people can start taking advantage of you because then they see, oh, wow, this person's just too, they're, they're a pushover. But if you put your foot down, say no. This is this is how it's going to be, and this is what I, this. I remember you work for me because we the people. That's when they get scared. That's when they'll back off. Um. So that, that's that's basically as far as that goes. Since I touched uh, since I just touched that subject. But moving forward is that we're going to see more and more of this administration just you know crumble or uh, crushing this country to its you know to its core. Um. So there's nothing bitter left, and you know it's. Pretty crazy how within um, let's see, we're almost eight months, almost a year into this administration, which is scary. Within almost a year, Joe Biden has crippled, uh, completely crippled this nation as far as economically, uh, manufacturing-wise, and just internally. Um, not even a year, and we're basically almost, we're, this country is just shot. It's, it's a pretty scary thought, and it's just a very uh, sad nature of things. And uh, we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna really gonna lose this. You know, we might lose our country when I and. Uh, because our leaders, our leaders, or we have weak people in our country. Sorry, I only want to call them leaders. They're representatives. They represent us. Weak leadership and weak, weak representatives that fail to realize the issues at hand. And this goes for Republicans too. This is, it doesn't single them out because I see a lot of conservatives saying, "Oh, Republicans are with us." No, they're not. If you are basically a student tie and and you go to Congress before and you know, talk to them, they're all friends. It's like WWE or like wrestling. I hate you, you hate me, you know, in the public eye, behind closed doors, me and you are basically cashing out on each other, making business deals. That's all it is, you know. These people really think that, you know, especially, you know, the people on the outside, they really think these people actually care about you. They really, they don't. They really don't like you. They have no desire to take care of you or anything like that. Now, there's very select few politicians that do care, like Marge Taylor Green, Ron Paul, Rand Paul, um... And I think that's about it. Uh, oh, yeah, Greg Abbott, you have Ron DeSantis, you know, but even with them, well, you still got to be careful because um, well, Ron DeSantis and uh, what was the other one? Um, Greg Abbott, they're still for the vaccine, though, even though they don't believe in mandating it, you know. So, um, and even Trump, too, even Trump made a, actually, Trump came out the other day talking about the vaccines, and he goes, 
oh yeah, you know, I think everybody should be vaccinated, but it's like Trump, it's like you fail to realize that not not everybody wants this vaccine, nor is it for everybody, you know? Um, it should be personal choice, uh, you know, oh, just, that's the way it should be. It should be, like, like for instance, the flu vaccine, right? So, like, they have, it's, hey guys, it's flu season, if you want to get vaccinated, if not, that, that's on you. Okay, cool, and then that's it, we just leave it at that. No, not unless for COVID. So, and we're going to see more, like I said, we're going to see more and more, uh, you know, destruction, death. I mean, there's been so much stuff happening within a short amount of time. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Now, even with China, China shot a, a nuclear missile into space. And they went around the whole, you know, around the whole globe and nobody said one thing about it. And, you know, people want to laugh and make fun of me. You know, we're make, I, I've been made fun of for this, but there's a reason why Trump made Space Force, right? Because... You have to understand something. Our battles aren't going to be made here. You know, there, there's such a thing. There's not going to be any more ground warfare. Now it's just going to be straight up just uh, AI technology and everything else that comes with it. Elon Musk even warns about this. I, uh, I'll post a video later on um, that I found of him talking about like AI technology and what it does and everything else. So um, yeah, we're living it. We're living in scary times, people. This is this is it. This is the final hurrah, and that's uh, this is it. But uh, let me see if I can do uh, let me see if I can do one person in here. Um, this is the only push that we have as far as it goes because if we lose everything or not, we're going to be very bad. It's going to be very, very uh, bad and ugly. So that's just uh, those are just my thoughts as far as everything as far as everything goes. Excuse me. But um, more or less, we have to basically keep you know keep in fact too. That's something too. I forgot to bring up. The biggest thing too is that guys is that. If you look at how we first started with technology, right? This is this is where this comes into. So I just mentioned China with, with a nuclear stop and space force. So just to backpedal here. So from if you look at technology, right? For the past, I don't know, like we're, we're in 2021. So if you look at that, you know, the past like 20 years, right? Where it's evolved, we went from basically like the very first, you know, like phones and whatnot. Actually, the very first phones were developed in the 1800s, right? By Alexander uh, Graham, uh, I think his name was. Yeah, Graham Bell, I think his name was. So, yeah, he's the first started there, and then as technology started, you know, progressing and everything, we see this, this technology that, that's like, wow, like, where did this even come from? And Elon Musk, he warned about this. He goes, we're moving way too fast and way too quick. But yet, it's people like him that are basically pushing this stuff, like with the automatic self-driving cars, the, you know, FRID chips that, are, that they want to put inside your brain. and It's just, it's crazy stuff. Um, even with the nail technology, too. People think this is like something out of a Star Wars movie or, you know, out of a uh, Terminator movie, but it's the truth. There's really a company out in China that's called Sky, or Skynet, which is, you know, like the one from Terminator, but supposedly they say it's for good, but it's not. It spies on you, it basically knows exactly where you live, who you are, and it basically tells everything as far as, you know, as far as everything goes. So, it's, uh, it's very detrimental that we basically hold on and we keep an eye out to what's going on here. Um, I just found out recently today, I just saw a video of this thing that's called Grace. It's an AI robot, and what it basically does is it basically scans you, right? Texture temperature, what it tells exactly a whole, like, profile about you and everything else. Um, it brings up your personal records as far, you know, for your medical, obviously, but they want to take this AI artificial robot and put them in nursing homes because they feel that this is a, this is the right way towards advancing the technology of medicine. And that's not going to happen because... I was reading the comments as far as some of the nurses, nurses what, what they were saying is uh, um, a lot of the nursing patients are going to get very, very scared because they're elderly, and especially dementia patients. Dementia patients really don't know as far as they don't even know themselves. 
So imagine if they see something like that all up, they're going to be scared out of their mind. They're probably going to get heart attacks and, you know, die because um, they're not used to that. And someone, this, this nurse, she brought up a very good point. She goes, you cannot, you know, replace um, human touch and human emotion with a robot. You know, no, I, don't care, I don't care how realistic it looks. I don't care how synthetic or how real you make it. You're not going to have that, that interaction that I touch because... If you look at a nurse, right, their job is to basically take care and provide for anybody that's sick or elderly or whatever it may be. That's a nurse's job. A robot can't do that, you know? Um, so, uh, like, as far as that goes on, I don't care. Like, the guy was actually even talking about how the facial expressions are basically, oh, they're so realistic. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're dumb. Yeah, that's that's true. That, well, that's just, that's just them having a mental disorder. So, like, even trying to replace... Um, a sacred relation between man and woman. They're even trying out that. So what they do is they're trying to replace that with AI, or they're trying to replace that with, with gay stuff. And I've always said, you know, the thing with gay people is that I don't care what you do. If you're gay, it's like, cool. Like, you know, I, I respect you. If you're a lesbian, you know, whatever. Um, the trans stuff I'm kind of funny on because it gets tricky and stuff like that. But that's a whole other topic for another time. But just to keep it general, when I, yeah, they're trying to basically destroy a sacred marriage, a sacred bond between man and woman. We know this. And, um... We see this from time and time again, and uh, it's it's just it's scary stuff. Um, man and woman were basically meant to be together, not the other way around. It's not supposed to be man and robot because you can't have any kind of interaction. Although you can't reproduce and have a family with them, um, so that's just that that whole bond is basically you know gonna how do I put it? It's gonna basically destroy. They're trying to destroy everything at its core. You know, e anything good, evil has to flip upside down because, you know, that's exactly what evil is. It takes good and it kills everything bad. Or, it kills everything Evil kills everything good, excuse me. So, um, that's as far as the AI stuff goes, but we have to really keep an eye and pay attention to this because China has, has a lot of assets into this stuff. And, um, especially when it comes to, like, the, the AI manufacturing industry, that's, you know, our computers. I mean, the smartphone that I'm broadcasting off of. It's made in China, and it's uh, it's bad. I mean, it's uh, we're way too dependent on them. You know, I want to go back to the old America, back to the 40s, where everything was made here. Everything was strong. Everything was just built and done the right way by hard, you know, hard work and determination. And um, American values are actually cherished, and you know, they're applauded. Nowadays, it's like everything is just gone. Um, it, it's quite sad, and it kind of sickens me to my sickens me to my core is that. Our ancestors and their foref our forefathers basically fought long and hard to prove a point. You know, say, hey, look, guys, we, you know, this is our country. You know, this is the country we're getting you now. Just please, like, take care of it. But no, we just completely spin. You know, not again, not well, not us, like, person, the people that are awake up, but the people that are just on the sidelines, just not doing anything, why not? Um, it's really spinning the founding fathers' grave. That's exactly what it is, because nobody's going up to you know Washington or calling upon their local representatives and just going off on just to tell like how exactly how it is. Like, hey, Hamlet, you represent me and whatnot. This is, you know, really crucial as far as things go. Um, we're, like I said, we're at, we're at a tipping point right now, and we're really, if we lose our country, well, this is, that's going to be it. So, guys, just please, under, please understand, like, this is, like, this, the, the utmost seriousness that we're, this is the nature we're in, and, uh, there's a lot of people that, even with the, and the Special Forces community, and, um, that are even saying stuff like, yeah, this is really bad. Nobody's ever seen an administration that, that, that much, as much as, uh, I don't know this. No one's ever seen it, this, uh, any kind of administration being so disastrous and so irresponsible and so reckless as far as it goes. 
Yeah, we lose our country. Yeah, no, and of course because of them. If we lose our country, we're not we're not gonna have anything left, and we're not gonna be able to uh, preserve our freedoms and whatnot. But at the same token, is that maybe you know what? Um, you know, I hate to say this, but maybe it's for the best we actually lose. Our, you know, some I'm not saying like lose our country in the sense of like. Oh, like what? We, you know, what do you do? Like we lose everything? No, I mean, like it's actually a good thing if you actually lose it because maybe then people will realize, um, you know that. But here's the thing, though, is that there's a saying: you don't realize how good you have it until it's gone. So that's exactly maybe what people need to see: is that they realize they have it good now, right? Or is that they, they realize they don't have it good now, but once they lose it, they're like, oh wow, I actually had it pretty good um, when everything was actually up and running. And that's exactly what's going to happen: is that those people uh, will see it when it's too late. And that's always how it goes. <clears throat> Hold on a second. So, um, yeah. So that's basically as far as it, we're, you know, where we're at. So we have choices and whatnot. We have people that are pretty much awake on the same page, and that will always continue to basically be, um, you know, with us as far as things go. You know, this is the, you know, it's pretty crazy because I remember actually I remember saying this to uh, Frankie not too long ago. I said that I always feel like. There's not a lot of us, right? Like I always feel like I'm like I'm like I'm like, I feel like we're just it's just us and we're singled out. And then, see, I started going to these rallies, right? And I'm not really much big on the whole rally thing, um, because uh, not because I, I don't like them. It's just because I don't like throwing myself out there as far as things go. But the last rally I went to was in Middletown, and uh, it was for the uh, it was anti-vaxxer one. And let me tell you right now, that rally had so many people on it. It was great, and. Um, the amount of people and the ongoing support, uh, as far as just seeing that, hey, look, there's actually more people that are like-minded like me, it was just, it, it's true, and it felt great that to see that there's actually people out there willing to say, hey, you know, we're, you're not in this alone, we're in this together, and we're both, uh, we're, you know, we get it. So that's, that's just the beauty, that's the beauty in itself, is that there's a lot of people out there, it may not seem that way, but trust me, there is. Um, so... So anybody that's feeling up there, that's anybody that's feeling singled out, or feeling like, hey, look, you know, I really feel like I'm the only conservative, libertarian, whatever you call yourself, independent. Um, you're not the only one. There's still people out there that think the way you think and whatnot. It's just that uh, there's uh, how do I put it? It just uh, it's just the way the media the way the media is portraying it. You know, I mean, so and you also remember too, there's a lot of people being silenced now. There's a lot of influencers being told that they're crazy, they're erratic, or they they're just not rap tighter. So these are all diversions and all stuff to basically distract the, us from the bigger picture here, you know. So like I said, but like I said again, they have to say this stuff or not because they have to make us feel like we're singled out or basically worthless and our opinion doesn't matter. And no matter how much crap the media pumps out, um, there's always going to be alternatives. The truth, you know, will always be brought up to light because you know there's an old saying. It goes, "Whatever's done in the dark will be brought to the light." So, you can keep, basically keep up with your games, you know, CNN, Fox News, whatever, you know, uh, MSNBC, all the mainstream outlets. Keep up playing your games on that because eventually the truth will just come out. I mean, even Joe Rogan exposed that guy, that doctor guy, Sergeant J, whatever his name was, um, right to his face. So, just keep doing it because you're making yourself look like idiots. Even with the thing with uh, Let's Go Brandon, when, it, you know, when that correspondent, I think she was from CNN, she goes, I think they're saying Let's Go Brandon, and they weren't. They were saying, no, like, no, F Joe Biden, like, he's not, like, you don't like him. So, you cannot cover up the truth. No matter how hard you try, it will always come out. So, that's basically as far as I feel with everything and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, just basically, guys, as, as far as my thoughts go, that's as far as I can expand and whatnot. But, players, yeah, they know exactly, yeah, it's true. 
Well, like I said, they have to use that as a cover-up because they know if they don't cover it up, um, you know, it'll look really bad because they know that Trump won fair and square, and Trump should be rightfully in that office, you know, um, for a second term. Now, whatever Trump, however, however people feel about Trump as of right now, the fact of the matter is that that man won, won a second term and that he should be in that office sitting there taking care of business like he was his first term. And, you know, to be honest with you guys, he got a lot done within four years, and you know what? I think out of any president, you know, um, he did probably the one of the most, you know, he probably did the most. You know, next to, I mean, I, me personally, I put him next to Washington just because as far as his first, I'm talking about his first three years, obviously. So, he did a lot. Like, he brought down the manufacturing jobs, he brought back, um, what you call it, the gas prices. Everything was basically good, and then, you know, it goes to show you, okay, well, this is what we could have had, you know. Um, yeah, no citizen more feminist rallies. Yeah, that, that's something too, yeah. Um, you know, Trump really did take care, you know, take care of a lot of things on that, and he really meant what he said. I mean, you don't really get that from a lot of, especially politicians. I know Trump wasn't a politician. Trump was never, never was. He's a straight businessman, and this is exactly what he is. But it was the fact he actually kept his word, and he said, hey, look, you know what? I want to make sure we do things right. we got to stop playing games with, with other countries. Yeah. But you got to remember, too, is that, uh, Frankie, they're still, they're still out there, though. They're just not as predominant because of, uh, What's going on? You know, you still you're still always you're always gonna still have those those group of people and whatnot, regardless of anybody says their things. Um, but trust me, like I said, you will definitely start seeing them. And here's the thing, too, guys, that if you know us right, and this isn't just to you know single anybody out or calling me you know on the spot, but a lot of the minority groups and stuff like that, like African Americans and uh, like the you know, the Hispanics and everybody else, they're actually not for the vaccine because. They've witnessed, you know, uh, straight up, you know, like, they were straight up guinea pigs, you know, for the longest time. They said, no, we don't want this thing. So, again, it comes down to a point. You know, this, yeah, the man won't call Joe, you know, that's exactly it. Well, except for BLM, BLM, when Joe Biden actually and Kamala Harris owed it to them, um, you know, to call him out. They said, hey, look, like Joe Biden, like, we, we want your opinion, we, you know, we need to talk to you. And he said, you know, they didn't answer them. And they got no response from him after a certain amount of time. So they were flat out lied to. Joe Biden and Kamala, you know, Kamala Harris do not care about any of them. Yeah. Um. There's been a lot of people like that's exactly they were paid off and they were all switched. Yeah, that's very true. All these people were paid off and they were all switched off and they were very much so. Uh, what's what I'm trying to find? They were basically pawns to basically use for this election, like everything else. So. But, like I said, with the 2020 riots, or last, you know, last summer, or sorry, last summer's riots, um, that's just the beginning of what's to come. If these, these food shortages, you know, get worse and worse, and these, these, uh, crises, these crises, excuse me, get worse, we're going to see a lot more rioting, we're going to see a lot more looting, we're going to see a lot more, uh, bad stuff happening. Trust me. And, like I said, I, I pray it doesn't happen, but the way it's looking, it's looking pretty bad. And uh, I don't think anybody wants this, you know, as far as you know, that's conservative. Because here's the funny thing, guys. So I, a lot of you know this or not, but uh, I've trained, you know, martial arts and stuff like that. I don't know if you know this, but the, the point I'm trying to make is that when you do it for so long and whatnot, you certainly lose the urge. Not that you, okay, not that you want to go around beating up people and stuff like that, but you definitely feel like, hey, look, you know what? I really don't want to go around beating this because I know I can mess somebody up. And that's the, there's a certain humbleness to it, right? But with this is that you know that if it goes down a lot, there's maybe no holding back with anything. And I mean nothing. Nothing will really hold anything back as when it when it goes. So 
if it does hit the fan, if we're talking in that sense of things, um, the police aren't going to do anything because they're going to have their hands tied. They're going to run their families and check to make sure they're okay. Um, I mean, the heck, they're even quitting their, their jobs because they're either getting fired or actually first started with the um, the BLM stuff saying that they were, had their hands tied, they can't do anything to them, otherwise they'll get in trouble or lose their jobs. And now they're being told they have to leave because if they don't get the vaccine, um, they're at risk of losing their job as well. So, as far as the police officers go, they're done. And most likely, guys, they'll probably be replaced by the military or something else or not. And that's exactly what I see seeing, you know. And it's going to be exactly like Hurricane Katrina. So... You know, there's certain things you have to pay attention, uh, pay attention to, uh, especially in this country too, because there's a lot of you know uh, red flags that people tend to fail, fail to realize or fail to you know see or force see. Excuse me. Yeah, that's very true. So we just gotta basically hang tight, and we just gotta basically just uh, do what we can. Just you know, first take care of ourselves because uh, when I went to fire training, when I went, my, one of my instructors told me, he was like, take care of yourself first before you can take care of others. So make sure you guys take care of yourselves and your families first. And then obviously you can take care of each other because after this, and we're not going to have anything left when it goes. And, um, yeah, that's going to be basically it. You know, it, it could all be gone, you know. It's, it's, and this is goes with anything else. It, it's, a lot, it's a lot harder to build something is, but it's so much easier to tear it down within seconds or within a blink of an eye even. And that's exactly what we're seeing. We're seeing this country within a blink of an eye just slowly deteriorate. Uh, deteriorate excuse me. But, yeah, it's just, uh, it's sad. It really is because uh, to see everything, you know, worked so hard for, right? Like I said, it will make our founding fathers. When they were on that Delaware and they were freezing cold in the middle, you know, that Christmas night, the Christmas, you know, the Christmas uh, Eve or, you know, or day, whatever it was, um, you know, to see them basically struggle, and basically they were, these guys were, you know, they had frost, they were frostbitten, they had basically barely any clothes, and they were struggling just with their rifles and everything else, and they knew they had to set us free. So trying to get a feel like that, yeah. So, as you guys know, here, um, just to for a second, for, you know, a minute, so our, our, actually, our store was actually taken down due to Spotify, because, uh, Spotify didn't like the fact that we were posting, you know, or... You know, Frankie works for Honda site number one, so uh, for all our apparel and stuff like that. And uh, Spotify didn't like the fact that we had patriotic apparel, and they have actually taken us down because of um, the stuff that we were posting on, which makes me laugh, because yet, you could post an LGBTQ, I'm sorry, Shopify. Oh, I'm saying Spotify. <laughs> uh, Shop, Shopify is basically the one that was taking us down a lot because of uh, all of the, uh, yeah, that's it, for freedom of speech and everything else a lot, because they were opposed to it. So we need to make sure that... Uh, you know, there's certain, there's certain protocols, we're actually, we're actually going to start fighting back against them, so, um, because they have no right to take us down. Yes. Yeah, podcast on Spotify, sorry, just had a long week. <laughs> long last week into this week when I've been working uh, non-stop. Yep, yep, that's true. So, but, um, yeah, pardon me for saying that, but say, you know, Spot or Spotify. Shopify basically is the one that shot us down, you know, shut us down. We will get our store back up and running and whatnot. That's guaranteed. So, um, yeah, that's that's good. But uh, once we start getting everything going, whatnot, we will basically be back. Whatnot, we'll be back stronger than ever because you're not going to take us down. Whatnot. Everything that this just to show you guys real quick. So everything that basically we fight for, this is exactly who we are. Like this is nothing's going to ever, you know. 
deteriorate or taking us down because without, you know, without this, that's our motivation right there. Is that flag and that, uh, that shield, you know, that's our shield right there. That is really, on our logo, that's the shield of God protecting the Patriots and whatnot because that is the, the shield that's very, that, that St. Michael carried and whatnot in the Bible and that will always protect everybody in, in this group. You know, whether, you know, whether you believe in God or don't believe in God, whatever, but the main point is that that's exactly where that's from. That's the shield of St. Michael protecting all the Patriots. So, excuse me. So, yeah, we will always be protected and we will always be looked out for, you know, for, for and by God, no matter what. So, we're going to basically, uh, that's, that's exactly where we're at right now. Let me see if we can get Frankie here for a little bit. So I want to see if I can get his thoughts and whatnot. Frankie, let me know if you could join. I'm trying to get you in here. I'm trying to see if I could actually... Yeah, waiver. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, can I get you in here? Uh, Frank, if you can send me a request to join, I'd like to have your thoughts for a little bit about everything I just said. I know it was forty minutes of or forty-eight, but almost an hour of a mouthful of stuff. But uh, we'd like to get you in here to see what your you know your thoughts are as usual, and just. Uh, as far as where we're at with this pandemic and uh, where you see us headed in the next, you know, oh, perfect. Okay. What's going on with hey, what's Patriots? Up? So I just wanted to hop on here and get my thoughts. I'm sure you've heard from almost the past hour. So let me ask you this, right, just since you're on here. Where do you see us headed within the next, um, coming up this winter, as far as everything goes and whatnot? Because we have a lot, like I said, we mentioned that, we have a lot of bad stuff going on. We have the, the food shortages, we have the, the supply chain shortages, manufacturing, so on and so forth. And we have also have a lot of problems with China as well. So where do you see us, where is your provision where you see us at? I, uh, you know, it's funny that you asked me that. Because last year... We had a very similar conversation, didn't we? Mm -hmm. We weren't sure where we were going to be, and we weren't sure about the future of the country. Mm -hmm. um, I I consider us lucky because from what we predicted last year to what it is now, um, nothing has really kicked off to the point where we're fighting yet. I mean, we are fighting. We are fighting a cyber battle. We're fighting a holy battle. We're fighting a spiritual battle. And we're fighting, most importantly, our own battles. <clears throat> and the battle of the country <clears throat> has officially begun. You know, in accordance with the Rockefeller Foundation, with Dr. Fauci, with the Nazi eugenicists, um, they are getting away with so much inhumane murder throughout the entire world. And what upsets me the most, John, is that if you look at other countries, they have more fight. Because their their governments have completely turned against them to the point where they're out in the streets every single day fighting for their right for liberty. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, we can't even go to Washington in the masses anymore without having the National Guard called on us, or without being labeled terrorists, or without having any of our First Amendment rights or Fourth Amendment rights stripped away. And having, you know, and I, and I know you know this already, but... There are over a hundred people still um, locked up in Washington D.C. prison cells as enemies of the state, as prisoners of of nothing, just for simply expressing their rights on January 16th. They're being held against their will. 
and without any bail. They're all being investigated, they're all being uh, vetted, and they're all not being released. And I don't know what people think this country um, is anymore, but if you ask me, people have decided for themselves to sell out. Okay, now, despite this vaccination, that's the true pandemic, obviously. 300,000 people worldwide have officially died from the jab. It went from 3,000 to 6,000 in April. The number quadrupled throughout the whole summer. Now, here we are, and yet people are still in denial of what we were talking about with the New World Order and the 500 million you know, uh, death count, you could say, or depopulation number. And it's starting to happen right before our very eyes. Yeah. You know, um, where where this country is heading, it's obviously going to head to war. At some point. Yeah. Um, we know this. It's just a ticking time bomb waiting to happen. You know, Michael Savage said something. I was listening to one of his older podcasts. He came out with a special... Uh, you know, 20, 25th anniversary of all his podcasts. And a very important one came up during 9-11. And he was just as angry, if not more, as he is now. He's like, where have all the men gone? Why is no one standing well, up? I'm just saying why, that. Why was... You know, Afghanis paying for their crimes? And what, you know, why isn't George Bush responding fast enough to the terrorists? Why say the same thing to us? Why are we refusing... Uh, and any type of uh, patriotism, and, and, and we just sit on their asses and do nothing. You know, January 6th is one thing, but why didn't we go back? Why didn't we fight back, and why didn't we say to people, enough's enough? Because, like I, yeah, like I said earlier, it has to do with being comfortable and, and being complacent, because when you have a certain, you know, a certain, how do I say this, a certain uh, agenda, right, especially for the government, right, they know they can basically win people over by one thing, and that's money, you know? Because all you have to do is basically just tell people, like, hey, look, we can, you know, we can clothe, feed you. Um, and it, it's all lies and deception, of course, obviously. But if you're able to manipulate the masses and whatnot, then you basically, you know, pretty much, I'm not going to say you pretty much won, but you pretty much have the majority of people on, on your side. Because all you have to do is just, you know... Right. I mean, look, we, we warned people countless amounts of times, but yet still people rather believe the TV brainwashies. Because they're scared. Um, they're scared and they're, and they're just being used to being told what to do by the TV because you have to understand something is that when you have, you know, people, like I said, that, that are fake, like for instance, like Fauci, one of the, to go on the TV and say, hey, look, yeah, I'm going to do any research behind any of these people still. Yeah. I mean, the evidence is out in the open. It's very apparent who these people are, where they came from. I mean, hell, I'm, I, I'm even ashamed to even call myself an American at this point because... Those are the people that people rather follow. The you American know, people rather rather follow TV personalities, false doctors. I'm just like you're saying that. <laughs> I was like you're saying what is. I mean, as as the Constitution become all null and void to the point where people have really decided for themselves to forget about what it means to be an American and where their rights stand, the Constitution will always be valid. And yet, people just sit there and act like, well. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. But I'll tell you as much, though, right now, though, is if it, if it does, right, if it does kick off, like I said, the way we're thinking, well, which, you know, I'm sure, well, it's just a matter of time. It and is a matter of time. Like I, like I told, you can see it, and I can see it. Yeah. 
like I said, it's not a matter of uh, if it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when now because there were so many things building up towards it and whatnot. Like, I mean, the first thing that I, I know for a fact what's going to happen is that they're going to point the finger because they give you the problem, the reaction, the solution, right? That's They give you all three. So you basically get, you know, it's like it's like when you go to McDonald's, you're getting the three-for-one three bundle. So they're like, hey, listen, we're going to give you all three at once. And That's right. They're, they're launching it. I mean, if you take the central membrane of this, you take New World Order and then spread out to every single part of society, every single part, the education factor, the, the uh, entertainment factor, the brainwashing factor, the erasing of history factor, the racism factor, the discrimination factor, the, the, the religion factor. I mean, if you want to keep dividing people up into categories and sections, the New World Order ensured, you know, Let's, like Alex Jones said, yeah. 100 plus years ago, you know, since the inception of America, the corporation in 1871. This is before the Federal Reserve came into play, and the Constitution was actually supposed to be called the Constitution for the United States, not of the United States. Okay? So, every time I see that gold trim around the American flag, I'm like, rip it off because that's actually not our flag that is the federal reserves flag that is the red shields flag that is the rockefellers flag yeah well that's that's of course they have to manipulate and change everything like i said because good has to basically counteract with evil because that's exactly what they do you know and like i said you know what's really crazy i was listening to this uh david ike you know because Guys, if you know who David Icke is, David Icke is actually one of, uh, is actually a genius, and he's also a great speaker as well. And yes, back in 2010, he predicted this whole pandemic and said, hey, look, there's something bigger and whatnot, and there's going to be a lot of shocking stuff that people are, are going to be draw-dropped. And he was like, wait and see, you'll, you'll, you'll find it come out, and you'll know exactly what it is. Sure enough, here we are on this pandemic, we are on this pandemic, excuse me, and uh, we see exactly so many things, like from Epstein's Island. Remember people said, oh, that, you're crazy for saying stuff like that? Like... I remember actually hearing about Epstein back in 2015. Yeah. Uh, when Hillary Clinton was hanging out with him and stuff like that, and they were going to That's parties, right. you know. So, even heck, even... even you know what? I, I even heard of that stuff with Hillary Clinton as early as 2013 and 12. Yeah. I mean, when, when the, you talk about that Benghazi factor, after that happened, it's almost like all this stuff about her started coming out. Yeah. And... The fact of the matter is, these people have done terrible things to children and all different types of people. It doesn't matter who it was. Human sacrifices, women, women being sexually fucking, you know, well, uh, dismembered and eaten. Yeah. I mean, these people are disgusting. Well, yeah, that's exactly what like I mentioned earlier, too, with the thing with children, too, that they love playing on, playing on innocent people because, not and again, this isn't, you know, me being like, I'll even say it, like, sex, this, or whatever, this is, this is the truth, is that they look at women and children. This is a, this is just a mere fact. They look at them as like vulnerable, and they look at them as because as not, not well protected because of like the way they're the way they care of themselves. Because I guess they're innocent, you know. Well, that's right. The majority of people that go missing these days are women and children. Women and children, because a lot of them they look, there's like an innocence to them. But that's why I mean you'll barely hear about men like men missing unless they're like super like you know soy boy beta. <laughs> but you know that, that's 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 my point though. Yeah, that? no one's gonna kidnap a gay guy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. But I'm saying there's instances where it does happen where you hear like a, like for instance like you said about the kidnapping like 
Or you'll hear about, like, transgenders, you know, going missing and stuff like that, especially, you know, like, the ones that are, like, you know, current female. Um, but my, my point to you is that if we're just talking to them, um, we're all, like, or, uh, I don't know how I say this, uh, basically, as far as it goes, generally speaking, it's usually men, or sorry, women and, you know, children that go missing because there's a certain vulnerability, and that's exactly what happens, and then they use them for, like, sex trafficking rings and so on and so forth. And the level of sex trafficking in this country is just utterly disgusting. And, um, I know. It's amazing how much has come forward already and how many arrests were made, but yet the mainstream media stays silent about it. Yeah, my favorite. Really talked about it. My, my favorite is that Child Protective Services was actually, was actually caught in basically aiding uh, these sex trafficking rings, but nobody nobody talked about that. Right. Um, I don't know if you saw this video today from this whacked out guy on TikTok. I mean, I don't. People send me links all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not really on TikTok because I know that's a, a human pedophile ring anyway. But this whack job had literally said that Trump has been arrested because of a couple factors. And this is how hysterical it is. One, Trump was arrested because um, he actually was the one who, quote-unquote, murdered Harvey Epstein. Okay, because Harvey Epstein had a lot of dirt on Trump, because Trump was also part of that ring. Remember him? He was good friends with all those people. Now, whether or not he decided to participate in those disgusting shindigs, um, we have yet to under uh, we have yet to yeah, see I, that unfold. Yeah, okay? I, hopefully he never did. Yeah, and even if he did, hopefully he'll come clean one day and say, "Listen, this is why I said what I said because of what I went through." Here's the um, thing, too, is that no, not to interrupt you, but uh. With Trump, though, is that, like, people have this misconception, right? And I, I personally think, I don't think that he was, like, in the clique, because look at the media did. I mean, for all four years, and they just flat out, oh, they, they, flat just, out just, they, they try to demonize him every way past Sunday. So, you but, knew. Again, there's no proof or evidence to suggest he was any of those things. Then I also heard that Melania Trump was the person who, who turned him in. Which is very interesting to hear, regardless of what no one has really stated yeah but i don't think that trump because trump always kept himself you know, this like too is that you i was always told this if you want to know a man who you know a man by his character look who he hangs out with right and we see you know trump we you know the one thing about trump well, i think that uh we see basically that uh the people he's hung around with a lot wasn't like he didn't hang out the bill he didn't hang out the cleanse he wasn't hanging out the bushes he wasn't hanging out with you know all these people but like he looked in the 9 11 service right uh we saw Bloomberg, we saw Hillary, we saw Obama, we saw all these people, you know, even Bush was hanging out with all of them. So, you know, that's supposed to show you basically where they're, you know, the kind of people they are. But yet Trump was hanging out with the guys, you know, the firemen and stuff like that, and the police officers, and everybody else that was actually in 9-11. Yeah, no, he was down there before any of the celebrities ever were in yeah. 9-11. Um, and he was actually... You know actually the funny part about all those people are, like we said, the Bushes, the Clintons, even the Obamas. Obamas mom was white correct so all those people there was a there was a huge family tree and this links back to the queen of england's family and 13 families all these people are associated it's this is how disgusting and it's almost like they're all you know fourth, fifth, sixth cousins. And that's well, that's, it, that's exactly it. Yeah, okay, and, and that's, and I, and I actually shared that, and I'm like, I'm not surprised they're all... Where's my wallet? I'm not surprised they all come from the same corrupt, disgusting groups. Okay. You so know, whether it be Bilderberg or Rockefeller. I even heard that 
that Clinton was a Rockefeller. So check. You know, like, it wouldn't surprise me. So check no. this out, right? So you look at the dollar bill, right? And uh, this is actually pointed out to me when I. But you see the arrow. You can see it, but well, the, uh, every single dollar bill has a federal note on it. Okay, so you see the dollar bill, obviously, right? So you see the yeah. arrows, whatnot. There are supposedly yes. thirteen arrowheads, and that represents basically the people that brought everything. Yeah, thirteen families, right? Yeah, and then there's well, also. Look, I mean, look, you already got the Illuminati eye in the front. I mean, the overseeing, I mean, ever watch, ever watch the lie, Big yeah. Brother. Well, explain you know, to me. Yeah, well, explain to me. Well, explain to me because I never, I never. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember this being any, any part of history. <laughs> no. Now, the message at the top. That action, and I don't know if all of you out there know this, but the message at the top of the dollar bill above the pyramid oh. is it literally means new world order. Okay? So that it's word in Latin. is that in Latin or what is that? It's right? in Latin. Yeah. New world order. Well, it's like the movie it's like the movie they live with Roddy Piper. Mind blown. Yeah. Well, the movie with uh, Roddy Piper, right? It basically goes, um, what you call it? like this is your god. You know, the, the, you know he looks. Remember, he puts the glasses on. He looks down the cash. Right. Like, what the heck? And says, this is your god. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. People, people have decided, and that's why for me, I, I don't want to become the the rich, successful politician, quote unquote, helping people and all this other crap. I I am I am merely a spokesperson for the people. Yeah, that's what we are. You know, and, and, and we are nothing more than Paul Revere's of the coming time. Yeah, but only that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what patriots should be, and they would stand for their property and stand for their own livelihoods and liberties together. That's what three percenters were. You know, but that's what it does say. New world order in Latin. Okay? So this, this, this is how yeah. corrupt. This is where in 1871... The United States officially sold out its government, sold out its banking system, everything to federal entities. Yeah. Okay, with foreign banks. So here's the point. That's exactly it. So here's the point, too, is that, you know, if you look at the picture of George Washington, obviously, right, that does like a flat out, like, spin the face to him because um, they warned about basically that the, you know, the federal, the federal reserve banking system went on basically, you know, how corrupt and evil it is. Um, even Thomas Jefferson said that if we actually have a privatized bank, it will basically cripple, completely cripple this nation. Um, and that's exactly what. Well, he wasn't lying. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't. wasn't. He but, was not lying. And uh, yeah, I tell people that all the time. I said, "You guys really think it's like the Matrix?" When Neo woke up from the Matrix, he couldn't believe it. Yeah, but you know, um, like, and and every time I show people the Pope's throne room, they still can't believe it. Like, guys, do your research. Well, so There's demonic that, yeah. crap everywhere. And here's the thing, too, is that you know, people don't always examine stuff on, as far as, like, look into things on, and this, that's part of the problem, too, because I think people just, like, look at this, like, okay, hey, look, it's money, I just got paid, or whatever it is, and they're just like, okay, whatever, and they just go about their day, whatnot. but people actually, I don't think there's anybody, there, there's any, hasn't been anybody out there that's been so analytical, and it's actually broken down like a dollar bill or, like, just money itself, you know? Um... And that's the thing too. Is you have to question everything. Okay, like why is this? Why, why are we using paper currency? How come we're not using like an actual like raw? You know, like obviously you right. can be carrying like gold or silver on you. But the point I'm trying to make is that this isn't backed by anything. This is just paperless. Like this is just an IOU. That's all this is. That's right. So, 
But um, everything's yeah. borrowed, everything's printed, and everything's owned by another foreign entity and the thirteen families. And I find it funny. People just—it's it, disgusting. You look at something as uh, heroic and patriotic as the American Eagle, the Bald Eagle, and they use that and they put the thirteen arrows of control on it. Well, that's because, like I said, you know, good has to yeah. Whatever, whatever there's good, there's always going to be evil because the two coincide. And it's like yin and yang. And that's exactly what they're going to do, is that they have to basically play this part and have to play this thing out where they know they have to, uh, you know, take it that way. You know, talk about the 13, the number, being bad luck. <laughs> I mean, but, and I also hear another thing, that 13 is actually supposed to be good luck, but uh, from the Knights Templar. And you wonder where the Knights Templar came from, the Illuminati, the 13 families. I mean, you could date back the secret societies as long as we want, including the Freemasons, for all I care. Because our forefathers were also Freemasons. They were, um, but, not, but not in the sense that people think that they're, they're, they were bad or evil. They just belonged to a higher, you know, higher standard, and they actually did things that were... Not right, because back then the Freemasons were more righteous than they are now. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing, though, is that it was... I mean, the, up, the, upper, dude, the upper echelon... When I tell people that Oprah is a 33 and a third Mason, they laugh at me. Well, there's a lot of people, too, that have a higher standing, like Hillary Trump, Clinton. Trump, the Mason. Yeah. Well, Hillary, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton are both a part of it, but she actually has more weight than he does, and he's actually on the bottom, believe it or not. So, it really, um, it really is a disgusting ordeal. But, um, yeah, the way the, whole, the way the whole thing is actually run is actually quite, you know... To be quite honest here, it's actually quite intimidating. Not only intimidating in the sense of just like, like there's actually a higher, well, so I'm saying there's quotations in here, you know, a higher standard or higher power that thinks that they run everything. But the fact of the matter is this, you know, free men do not ask permission from anybody. You know, that's the whole point of being a free, sovereign nation. And the fact that we're, you know, being asked to do things, well, like, for instance, like, oh, is it okay for me to go outside? Is it okay for me to, no, like, the, I, I do yeah, what I, mean, I want. I'm a free man. Like, I mean, how do people become so compliant over something so silly? You know, my family was nothing but a bunch of, you know, and not just my family, and I hate to mock them, but it's like, even in your own house, wear a mask. You know, and then even in your own house, why didn't you get vaccinated? Like, why am I being peer pressured into your mainstream-itis? Well, that, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are certain people... Well, like, I think they're, they're working against me. Yeah. You know, like, you guys, so let me get this straight. Everything that I've said, first of all, has come true. Just like Alex Jones. Most of his theories, 98% true. Okay? So everything that we have said to our families, to our friends, has come true. It's already too late. You want and yet everyone is still in denial. And they're still going to get a booster shot. And they're still going to keep wearing masks. Like, at what point are you going to decide enough is enough? You, you want to something like, you want something like crazy? Actually, somewhat, uh, I don't want to, how do I say it? Not, not scary in the sense, but, uh, definitely, that, that'll give you, like, that'll definitely make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Listen to a guy named William S. Cooper, right? This is way before Alex Jones. And he predicted everything. And I'm just like, I'm talking like, it's just insane. And I, I was really listening to it. A friend of mine showed me him. And he goes, you ever heard this guy named William S. Cooper? I was like, no. I said, who is he? And he goes, give him a listen. I sat back, Frankie, the, hair on my, the hairs on my back of my neck were standing up. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy crap, Like this guy's insane. They talk about, he basically predicted the AI intelligence. He predicted basically, now, like, like I said, now certain people are going to look at me kind of wonky when I'm saying this, but they supposedly have harnessed, uh, like, alien technology, which is just insane. Now, like I said, now, and I'll do, a lot of people are going to say it's far-fetched and whatnot, whether you believe it or not, whatever, it's just, I'm throwing it out there because, you know, um, they do have stuff like this, and 
I'm actually going to bring up Roswell because Roswell, when it actually, when the UFO crashed over down in you know, New Mexico, they actually were able to harness the aircraft. They actually did um, experiments on the alien bodies and stuff like that, and they actually did a whole bunch of stuff on it. And this isn't just backed up by anything. This is like, you know, like he say, she, you know, he or she say, this is like legit people that were actually on the crash site. Right. Um, there was literally a National Guard, uh, one of the guards, one of the posts and whatnot. He says he literally saw them, like, you know, like the government officials want carry the bodies inside one of the buildings and whatnot. And they actually ran experiments like that. And the link, too, is that what they love doing, Frank, is they love playing, you know, eugenics, like you said. And the one thing that they sure. were doing is that, so with Walt Disney, right, because, you know, he was cryo-freeze, right? That was actually true. So what they did was they cut his head, or they, you know, they cut a head off of a body and whatnot. Obviously, they didn't, and they tried reattaching it, but the beauty of it, Frank, is that no matter how sick these bastards are and whatnot, they cannot get away with it because nature won't allow it because that's what happens. You cannot play God with something that, that's no. not, that's not you know, an organic. So you could go ahead and basically do your little science experiments. You could go ahead and clone and do whatever you... It's not going to work because it's not meant to be. I've heard crazy rumors as far as cloning goes, too. Like, someone, someone told me, and this is how far-fetched it is, that Trump has been cloned four times. And Trump there's a red tie Trump, there's a blue tie Trump, there's a green tie and a pink tie Trump. And I'm like, <laughs> that, that's a little bit far fetched. That, that, that's pretty funny, but. No, I mean, no. look, look at Biden, look at Fauci. You know, there's something weird and strange about their faces. Well, look at, look at that one video I had shared about Biden's eyes, how they change every time he speaks. I mean, do you ever see his eyes fall apart? So check it, this it, out, it, too. This is not a far-fetched thing. Like I said, I don't even care at this point in time. Whoever agrees with me is going to agree with me. Whoever's not is not. But um, the one thing is that supposedly these people take blood thinners, and basically what they do is they. And this is this is true um, from what I from what I read and whatnot. Um, so these people, right? George Soros and the rest of these people, they believe in that uh, the internal the internal key to life is basically having sacrificing children and taking their blood. And um, Right, they, use, they, they take blood thinners, right? And that basically supposedly gives, maybe that gives them internal life. And, um, you know, people who want to stare, I know South Park even did a little bit of a bit actually making fun of it. But, you know, you know the funny part, Frankie, is that when they mainstream stuff, like such as like South Park or like TV, that's, you know, yeah. it's true. Because if you're making fun of it, what do you, you know, you're basically saying, hey, look, this is actually true. That's right. Most of the time when you see that, it actually did happen. It actually is part of history. Or whatever they want to, you know, say it is part of, and that's also a fact. And he also subliminally. Um, along all the movies through, and 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 what's sick about all the celebrities is they all played a part in it. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing. Is that. And they all cover for each other because they're they're scared because yes. when you basically get into that that lamb light of, of uh, or a scheme, grand scheme of things, right? You feel as though you have to basically uh, hop or be on be on that train because your whole career is in jeopardy. I mean, how many people? How many people cover for Epstein? Not seen, or for Weinstein, excuse me, Weinstein. Uh, you know, at first, oh, you know, we didn't we didn't know he did such things and whatnot, and then they come out and say, well, yeah, we did know, but nobody said anything because I I didn't want to jeopardize jeopardize my career. Yeah, I don't want to go missing like like, like the all all those fifty people that came out against Hillary Clinton did. Yeah, so their own lawyers, their own campaign people, everything. Like I said, there's stuff, Frankie, that you know I'm opinion you know, that, that there's a lot of stuff that I do know, not because 
Um, as far as things go, what these people are doing, I mean, especially, I mean, I've listened to that William S. Cooper, uh, you know, talk, and that little video I told you I was just talking about, it literally changes your mind. You sit there and you're just like, holy, like, like wow, this is actually, like, real. And I've got so many people, you know, especially the whole alien thing and whatnot, right, because people think that, like, aliens aren't real and stuff like that, but if you, if you notice, this is the crazy part, was that there's been a lot of sightings of lately and whatnot, and uh, it's very extraordinary yes. that people that actually, you know, the thing is that, why is this all happening now? You know, people, yes, it could be very much a diversion, right? I understand that argument, right, to distract everybody from what's really going on. But you also have the thing, too, is that we're also in a very, we're in a very vulnerable time, as far as, like, you know, the, the pandemic, um, there's war, you know, there's war, uh, the war, the war drums are being with China. So, this would actually be the perfect time to actually come out and say, hey, look, this is what, you know, this is going to be the downfall of, you know, uh, of the United States along with, along with the world, if you really want to think about it, because... If the U.S. collapses, what do you think will happen to the rest of the world? That's right. So, you know, that's why I really think that William S. Cooper, the guy I was mentioning, that he really had it down pat. I'm just like, wow, like, this is insane that there actually is, um, you know, life. And like I said, I've always believed in that they were aliens, of course, but when you actually hear about, like, hey, look, this is actually what happened, especially even back then, and that the technology that's been harvested is from that, because, like I said, it doesn't make sense within... How do you go from, you know, like, back in the 90s and stuff like that, you know, obviously I was, I was born in 99, but you went from beepers, then you went to, you know, the, the page, or sorry, your, 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 your pagers, your beepers, then you went to, like, the blackberries, and you went to, you know, so on and so forth. And the technology has basically just been, like, shot up out of nowhere. So, you know, where does where this even come from? And That's now... Right. Oh, and now, I'm going to give credit to uh, Bill Gates and... Uh, and uh, the, 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 what, what's his name? The creator of Apple... Um, Oh, he, he was also a weirdo, too. Well, Steve Jobs, yeah. Steve Jobs. I mean, the, these people are like weird, evil geniuses that just have no business whatsoever dabbling with the devil. And that's what, you know. Um, well, that's because, because that's, all they, that's all they know to do is basically just, you know, uh, it's like a rich platter of tea process. <laughs> you know, because... You know, and speaking, well, speaking of Bill Gates, um... Let's go back to the 1900s when the Spanish flu came out. Now, here's a critical piece of information out there. For those that do not know about the Spanish flu, it was definitely another man-made virus. You know, come to find out, it didn't come from Spain. They tried to pin it on Spain, but they lied about it because it was another Rockefeller. Yes, and I will say this, Rockefeller-made virus. And who was at the helm of warning people about it? And saying to wear a mask and get vaccinated, look no further than Bill Gates' great grandfather, Frank Gates. But this transition is Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriotsapparel.com.